Hi, you guys. Welcome back. This is Richard Sachs. This is Lost Arts Radio Live, which is a show we do every Saturday <clears throat> afternoon, 4.30 U.S. time, and uh, that's in the Pacific time zone and 7.30 Eastern. Most of our audience is on planet Earth and anywhere on this planet right now. Things are pretty intense. I'm sure you may have noticed it if you are one of those people who lives here. And um, it gives me kind of an important choice to make with what we cover in this show. And I brought more than I probably have time to go through today. I told the staff, what's, what's, you know, what's going on with you giving me all this extra information to squeeze into a short show? And then I realized, oh, I don't have a staff. It's just me. So this is all stuff I was looking at during the week that I wanted to share with you. But back to the choice. Um, Things in the world, you know, on our planet are really pretty dire at this point. There's a lot of awakening going on, which is great. But the other side of that, the circumstances that we're all dealing with that a lot of people are responding to with fear right now, which I, you know, always remind them is probably not the best way to respond. Um, It's just how it is. It's the truth. And a lot of people don't want to look at it and they say it's being negative. In fact, I had a big discussion with somebody in another country uh, this week who is working hard for the advancement of humanity and is doing a lot of great projects, but he felt that it was really negative for me to talk about the challenges that we've got and the things that are going on and why all this chaos in the world. You know, why is it mess in South Africa, for example, which we've looked at a lot this week, and... um, Why is there so much focus on destroying the U.S. when it was a country based on, at least in theory, in the founding documents, it was based on individual freedom? And then people realize, oh yeah, that's why. That's why it's a target right now. Because most of what's going on in the world in terms of real serious problems are not just happening by chance. They're being orchestrated. And to understand that without getting totally depressed or worried or, you know, falling apart with anger because of it, I would like to remind Alex, to Alex, you've got to take care of yourself and you're doing such great work. And if you fall, if you go to pieces and just explode because of your anger and frustration, that's not really going to help the people of the world that much. So it's the same thing for us. And the question that I am faced with, especially after talking to somebody like I just mentioned to you, the overseas friend that is saying that we're too negative. Do I tell the truth and risk losing the attention of people that are really not wanting to look at it um, because they think that maybe it's either unbelievable or because it's true and too scary? Um, or or do I just... Um, you know, do something like the safe stream video. And I, that's a one that we do in order to preserve one of our major platforms that people haven't all migrated over from yet. And it's important that we don't get kicked off right away if we, if possible. So on that show, which is right before this one, we give what we think might be a safe version that everybody at the platform would, would really appreciate and know that we just, you know, we're worshiping the terms of service and community guidelines and they 
never want to kick us off. And so we just warn people, don't ever come over to our real show, which we hope they'll be uh, paying attention and actually do. And uh, the agenda that's being intensified all over the world right now is speeding up and it's about to make uh, telling the truth about what's really happening completely impossible at some point if they get their way. And they're moving that way now. And in fact, we've had uh, government uh, spokespeople this week, notably Jen Psaki and other people like that, saying that we just have to shut down uh, misinformation, which is anything they say shouldn't be said. Um, it's the big danger, which you guys all know, why you should never have hate speech laws and why you should never have misinformation laws because as soon as you fall for anything like that, you've lost your country if it if it goes all the way to its conclusion. Um, and, you know, be, because of understanding that, even though it may get us kicked off sooner, the only thing I can do on Lost Arts Radio is to keep telling the truth as long as there's a way to do that. And it's not all bad. There are a lot of great people in, in many parts of the world that are doing all they can to help stop the destruction of everybody's freedom and the physical destruction of all forms of life, which is really the, the top-level agenda at this point, which many people don't fully realize. The question is, will the awakening be enough to be in time in this particular chapter of, of history, or will we have to wait for another time in the future? And before we get into the discussion tonight, um, I wanted to also not forget to address some comments uh, that I got during the week about why am I supporting the work of Dr. Stephen Greer. And you may remember that we actually gave a show, one of our shows, <clears throat> on this platform to just uh, broadcast the warning from Stephen Greer about the alien hoax because it's an upcoming uh, false flag that's been planned since the 50s. And the question was, how can you support Stephen Greer? And I, there was no detail in most of these comments, and I guess it's because some of what Stephen Greer says they don't agree with. And there's some of what he says that I don't agree with, too. He believes in the pandemic, last I heard, and other things like that. But, you know, we have to resist this tendency to say somebody is always either all bad or all good, you know, and, and this will have a lot to do with tonight's subject I'm trying to get to right away uh, on Trump at the CPAC because, um, you know, some people are just going along with the media and hating no matter what Trump does. He's evil. He's, goes, he's part of the evil cabal. He was a fraud from the beginning. In fact, David Icke, who I have a lot of respect for David Icke's insight and work. He's a great historical researcher, and <clears throat> his um, his books are really valuable. I've read several. Um, but I don't agree with him on Trump, and I could be wrong, okay? I'm not going to present my point of view as infallible at all, because that would obviously be not true. I made mistakes all through my life, like most of the people I've met are in that same boat. But... If somebody says something that's true, it's true no matter who says it. You can have a, a two-year-old kid or somebody, some real evil person or person in the political party you don't like 
or whatever, if they say something true, it's still true. And what they call ad hominem attacks against the person who said it are just a distraction. Everybody's got faults that you can smear them with, which may be true. But what they say, if they say something true, then that thing is true. And if they say something that's not true, then that's not true. You know, there's no, there shouldn't be a, a big ego investment in it. We should be more interested in whatever is true. And, and this week, for example, in America, <clears throat> where I'm sitting right now, uh, they've been having these audits because there's video evidence that the election in 2020 for the president and many other offices in the U.S. was so obviously coordinated on a national and international scale to be completely fraudulent. I mean, nobody honest denies that at all. It's just, I mean, on video and hundreds of affidavits witnessing truckloads of fake ballots that had never been folded to mail anywhere, filled out by computers, were delivered, many of them 100% for Joe Biden, who had no popularity during the campaign at all. Uh, I mean, it's really obvious. And the people who are devoted to the Democrat Party in this case, they think, no, no, we, we can't even consider that. Biden won. There's no election fraud. And that's the end of the story. Because we're partisan, we belong to this particular party. Anything against it, even if it's true, it's not true. It's just a form of mental illness, for example. And um, if there were Republicans doing that, saying all the Republicans are brilliant and they're all saying the right thing, uh, they'd be committing the same mistake. And I'm just saying, you know, see things from a deeper level that's not partisan. And this week, as I was saying, in America, audits in Georgia and Arizona are at or near completion. And they show that the vote that was certified in those states is completely at the opposite of the real vote. And Trump won those states by a landslide and probably won most or all other states in a landslide too. And you can tell that because several things. One is his... Um, rallies where he, he was giving talks during the campaign season. He had tens of thousands of people that couldn't get into some of the, the rallies because he was too popular. And the, if you listen to those speeches, which the media was trying to censor or, or twist or record incorrectly or whatever, um, they're inspiring speeches. And uh, he's a great speaker. And he, he won in a landslide. So it's really a big deal that the audits are going on and it's coming up to a big challenge because the media and the Democrat Party and the government, the corrupt government institutions will do everything they can to try to have that completely blacked out in the media and having nothing happen. You know, in other words, the same fake president and vice president stay in office, the same in Congress, the same, all the down ticket positions. And they're going to certainly try to um, have nothing happen. As, and most people not even hear about it. And the reason it's a big deal is because if the results got out and people realized, wow, number one, this is coordinated on a massive scale. 
And number two, how long has it been going on? You know, it's probably been going on in almost every election for a long time, which would clear up a lot of things. Because if you notice from the city level, you know, to school boards and county level and state level and a lot of people in the federal government, it makes you wonder, how could the public be so dumb, all of us, to vote for the worst people that you could find in the whole country? That's really an accomplishment, you know. You don't see such horrible people totally dishonest and scheming and uh, enjoying deceiving people. Those are not the average people walking around. And somehow they get chosen to be candidates. Most of the candidates, there's some good ones, but a lot of them are the terrible ones. And the terrible ones usually win, even if they look really um, almost like normal humans during the campaign. And then you find out what they're like after they get into office. Um, so the power structure does not want the fake elections exposed. And that's why the criminal department of, it's funny, it kind of sounds like an oxymoron, but unfortunately it's not. The criminal department of justice in the Biden administration has been threatening the people doing the audit in Arizona. And they're, one of their assignments, apparently, is to make sure that the real truth about the election never comes out. And they're trying to block the audits and hide the results. And um, the idea that anybody in the Democrat Party can't see that the party has been completely sold out to evil is completely incredible to me, I think, anyway. And whether they succeed at blocking the audit results or preventing accident or just preventing action on them is not yet clear uh, to me anyway. Um, but it is clear that they're hoping that tighter censorship will stop the audit results from coming out, or as a backup, if they do become known, at least nothing will happen, and they'll also try to most likely produce some kind of false flag terror event or outbreak of a new war or something that overshadows it and hope, they hope that it will get people to forget all about the audit and the fact that the president is in exile right now as there are a lot of congress people so this is a critical time in history for a lot of reasons and this is one of them but um, any honest observer in that election could see Trump had a giant win it doesn't it's, it's irrelevant for that fact whether you agree or with or like Trump or not. You should have the person who actually got the votes be in office. That's kind of one of the main purposes of having an election so that you can elect somebody and they get put in office, right? I mean, I know that's a deep concept, but in this case, <clears throat> that didn't happen at all. Somebody who got almost no votes, relatively speaking, got put in and as far as Biden is concerned is almost unaware of what's going on where he is he signs anything that's put in front of him um, has almost no popularity can't really give good speeches and keeps slipping and saying things that he's not supposed to expose he said during the campaign that he didn't need anybody to vote for him that he was going to be president anyway and I don't think he was supposed to expose that uh, strategy, but that is what ha what happened. Uh, he said, "I don't need you to vote for me." And uh, 
on election night, the internationally coordinated fraud was beyond obvious. And since that time, in America, the Biden administration clearly under orders from its bosses because I don't think that the agenda could be carried out by Biden or, or Harris, either one, totally not competent to do anything that delicate. Um, but the administration under orders from its real bosses has been destroying the country as fast as possible. <clears throat> the, it's an assault that's been professionally orchestrated, obviously. Um, Biden is disoriented. His wife has to remind him where he is, and I don't think that's an act at all. He really doesn't know what's going on, and he answers the wrong question and does all kinds of stuff like that. Um, and Harris, at the, at the same time, basically giggles, or some people say cackles. I don't know which it is, but um, these people are not competent to run anything really, but they are competent to follow orders, and I think that's what they're doing. Um, Harris is a little more, you know, conscious of what's going on, but she avoids anything real that would expose actual priorities like going to the border and things like that. Um, the criminal media supports them completely, and that should tell you a lot about the quality of who they actually work for. Uh, they're bringing regulations back. The country is just being d dismantled. Um, the domestic energy production is being systematically destroyed. That's a really serious thing. You know, shutting down these pipelines and all that. No intelligent person is going to call that an environmentally good thing to do. That's insane. Um, if they're educated and they really understand what's happening... Yeah, petroleum and nuclear are really stupid, dirty sources of energy. There's no question about that. Now, there's a lot of Republicans who don't understand that. They think that there's no environmental issues, you know, no real environmental emergency or um, urgent situation. That's not true at all. Rachel Carson was right in the 60s with her book, The Silent Spring. In fact, she probably understated the environmental issues. If anything, she only saw part of them. Uh, runoff with drugs in the water and uh, commercial agriculture polluting the whole country and the whole world. Never having been necessary, organic agriculture in its real form is far superior to chemical agriculture. And it produces way better food. That's a long story. And, you know, sometimes people ask, well, why aren't you showing the the backup and the references for all this, all these claims that you're making, Richard? And there's two, two things to say about that. One is I do post a lot of backup, almost every day on LostArtsRadio.com. We don't have time to put them into this show. I have no crew to hold up articles or anything like that, or put article after article on screen. We don't have the manpower to do that. But the other thing is that, you know. What's really going on is not in the peer-reviewed journals. The, the reason for peer-reviewed journals and the whole peer-reviewed system is to try to keep new things from happening. Because, and this is a long story too, but you can check this out for yourself. I've talked to the owners of a lot of journals. And the really breakthrough things that have been known for decades, like how to heal from diseases that are supposedly incurable, that information's available. 
is just suppressed and you get killed if you try to promote it, which is the real issue. A lot of doctors in America, I think it's more than 200 in the last several years, have been killed for just giving real medical information. And the ones that are doing that now, with respect to the pandemic, most of them don't get murdered, fortunately. But they do get, uh, they lose their licenses, they get all this, these lies told about them in the media. It's, um, you can't back up the real true information that is um, what's being hidden by going to the mainstream uh, power structure to show it. Um, anyway, the en- energy independence that was accomplished by Trump, and this does not mean I agree with everything Trump does or say that he's all you know, correct in everything. That's a real superficial way to be judging people. You know, if you look at each thing they do and say and judge that, you get a lot more accuracy. And one of the great things he did is bring back energy independence for America, which is a very big, real uh, national security issue. And that was an incredible accomplishment by Trump. Now, the energy sources used for that energy independence were like oil, petroleum energy, and uh, other things, including nuclear, which, in my opinion, should never have been used for anything at all. Terrible idea. And petroleum's not quite as bad. The, the CO2 that it gives off in the atmosphere is a zero problem, in my opinion. And that's not an opinion just because I flipped a coin and decided, oh, the CO2 issue is a fraud. I did a lot of independent research on that uh, since the 1960s. <clears throat> and the uh, CO2 is at a very low level right now. They're, according to Do- Dr. Don Easterbrook and other people who are brave enough to see through the official figures and give the right ones instead, uh, CO2 is at a very low level. But also, there's really no correlation between CO2 levels in the atmosphere and global temperature patterns. None. Easterbrook gave a great talk about that, which was not just his opinion. He had just lots and lots and lots of verified charts. And when the people in the government committee that he was trying to educate, that he was speaking to, would say, oh, ha, ha, we've got the government figures and you're giving all the wrong stuff, he would debunk that right away and show how they had false figures. And the media backs up the false narrative almost every time. So, you know, you can pretty much trust the mainstream media to tell you what's true. You just reverse what they say. And you've got a good clue. You have to check that because they may tell the truth once in a while by mistake. Anyway, this energy independence deal is really important. And shutting down these major pipelines is not stupid. It's intelligent and evil. And it's being done to destroy the country. As soon as a country like the U.S. or any other country has to depend completely for energy and energy technology on outside sources, that means they have no national security at all. It's gone. They can be taken over at any time by the external supplier saying, well, we got tired of supplying your energy, but have a nice day. You know, that's why each country needs to work toward more self-sufficiency. Nationalism in that sense is a really good thing. 
That's why the UN and the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and the mainstream media and the Democrat Party and all the corrupt Republicans all say that uh, nationalism is really evil and outdated. That's because they want to control the world from one uh, consolidated technocracy prior to eliminating uh, people through an extinction program. That's where it's going, they hope. So nationalism is great, not the insane kind like Nazi Germany, where Hitler thought he was better than everybody else, and he thought every other country should be taken over by Germany because they needed the whole world for Germans, which were better than everybody else. If you don't know about that, read Hitler's book. It doesn't make you a Nazi. It makes you understand what he did. And he was a complete psychopath, ultimate racist, you know, horrible uh, leader of a country. But he wasn't responsible single-handed for World War II, not at all. He was funded and supported by Western banks and corporations. It was much more complex. And they, as usual, the big central banks and the bosses above them, they support both sides of every major war. And they, without Western help, Hitler would not have been able to do much of anything to start a war. So there's a lot to that. Anyway, for the people who care about the environment, real environmental issues, not the stupid environmentalism that says because of CO2 you have to give up all your freedoms. That's not legitimate. That's not even true. But there are real environmental issues. We have technologies now, and this is again verified by the work of Stephen Greer. Not his opinion. Really an incredible work to verify that there is energy production technology available that's been ready to go for at least the last hundred years that just leaves solar and wind in the dust. It's little devices, for example, this big that you can put on a kitchen table and it'll power your house or your city. No wires, no input of fuel. It works off zero point or magnetic energy or uh, permanent magnets, things like that. Once it gets going, it doesn't stop for a long time. That's clean energy. That's not an imaginary, hoped-for ideal that might someday be discovered with our rulers doing a lot of research and taking all your tax money to do it. It's, it's already done. It's been done for decades and decades. Anybody that tries to bring it out, because it's being held by people who really have the devices and the technology, they bring it out, they die. And they get visited by government agents who clarify that for them in case they have any confusion about it. That's the energy issue. So the fact that uh, Trump made America energy independent using dirty energy sources, that was great because that's what we're allowed to use as energy right now. It's not that the evil anti-environmental people want to use dirty energy technology that ruin the planet. That's not honest at all. It's because those are the ones that are allowed. Solar and wind in their current evolutionary form uh, are not adequate to run tractors and all the equipment and airplanes and everything that needs to be going to keep the economy going. That's why the Green New Deal is so stupid. 
the people who told AOC and others to, to promote it, that wasn't stupid at that level. It's an intentional element of the agenda of destruction. But for the people who follow that, it's really dumb. You know, dumbing us down has been a project that has been going on for decades and decades, and it has been the main purpose of our mainstream educational system with lots of good teachers in it who didn't understand who they were working for. And it's kind of a theme that is true in most of the big corporations, unfortunately, around the world right now. They're full of good people because, you know, so many of the jobs are working for these corporations. And at the top, they're almost all in the hands of evil at this point. It doesn't mean that being a corporation is evil. You can make a corporation for any purpose you want. You can make a corporation for helping old people across the street. It's not evil because it's a corporation. It's a tool. A corporate structure is a tool. And it can be used for good or bad. And unfortunately, most of the huge ones are in the hands of people who are part of the agenda of global destruction right now. And it's up to us to evolve enough to change that not violently i don't i think violence is a big dis, you know mistake other than real self defense but we have to be smarter than that and do it at a higher level and that is practically possible uh, the border situation was another thing that trump did a lot of good on he made deals with mexico and honduras and other countries to keep the illegal immigrants there and you know the the idea is that those countries need help. They're, they've been under the domination of central banks that have been stealing all the wealth of the country. That's the business of central banks, in case you are unclear on that. You can read uh, The Creature from Jekyll Island if you want a really good explanation of how they work. But the, those people in other countries that are flooding, being used to flood the U.S. border now and destroy the U.S., it's not the fault of those people. It's the fault of the people organizing the invasion through the United Nations, which is a really horrible organization, masquerading as an organization for world harmony between independent countries. If it were really honoring the sovereignty and independence of each country and then providing a forum for them to cooperate, that would be great. But that's not what the UN does. That's not what the World Economic Forum does. It's not what the World Trade Organization does. It's not what the World Bank does. That's to steal the natural resources of countries. You know, what's really going on is not what's evident at the future, at the surface, sorry. In the future, hopefully it will be visible completely. Uh, Another thing that, so I was just mentioning that Trump did, is massive improvement of the border situation. However, this whole Q movement that was saying Trump knows everything and he's playing fifth dimensional chess and he's a really good negotiator, yes, but he's got massive blind spots in areas he is totally incompetent in and does not understand. There are many. One of them is he's been hiring his own enemies to fill key positions in the government all during his term. But another one is he defers to so-called experts in various fields in the law, lawyers, and he hires terrible advisors. They get infiltrated with people who are there to sabotage everything good that he does. So 
as commander-in-chief of the U.S. Armed Forces, mandated by the Constitution to defend the borders against invasions, just like he was mandated to protect the cities against insurrection last summer, and he didn't do it. He didn't protect any of the cities. It was a huge error on his part. I call it an error because, in my estimation, he has good motives. I don't agree with David Icke that uh, Trump is a fraud. Not at all. I just think he's only smart in certain areas. You know, just having a high IQ, which a lot of good people have high IQs, and they're oblivious to major areas of common sense. So don't assume they're all evil. You can tell the difference. The evil people want to hurt people. That's their objective. And the smart ones make it a very complex program to achieve that. But Trump made massive improvements in the border situation by making deals with Mexico and other countries, um, which Biden has just destroyed very quickly. Not on his own. I'm sure he couldn't have figured out how to do that. But his bosses bring him executive orders, which he doesn't even know what they say, and he signs them. And some of those have been opening up the border, and he repeats what he's told to say in his speeches, such as, as soon as I'm inaugurated as president, surge the border. That was his exact words. I watched him say that in his speech. And uh, it's not just that the individuals all over the world in you know, countries in distress decided to invade the U.S. It's that they were organized to invade the U.S. by the U.N. and other organizations at that level. Um, gang members and drug dealers are all mixed in with the uh, victim-type invaders. And Trump had made massive progress getting rid of them, deporting them, warning them, empowering ICE to arrest them. No, David Icke, he's not a fraud. He's just really incompetent in certain areas. And some people who are really well-meaning don't understand what's going on. And to a large extent, Trump is one of those, unfortunately. Right now, the Border Patrol, which was very much encouraged under Trump, is ordered to oversee and manage the human trafficking. And they're doing it. They, they don't want to lose their jobs. There was a great video uh, expose of trafficking and progress at McAllen, Texas. And it's going on in border crossing cities all along the 2,200 miles of border in uh, between the U.S. and Mexico. And to some degree in the north, but mostly in the south. The U.S. government, using your taxpayer money, if you live in the U.S., if you're a citizen, is sending illegals on prepaid flights to cities all over the country free of charge, giving them cash, putting them on welfare, probably taking a cut of their welfare for themselves as a business. Um, that was shut down to a great extent. Now it's really being run as a giant human trafficking business by the Biden administration. And it's on video, thanks to Alex and others. Also, the U.S. is back in the climate change nonsense through the Paris Accord, which one of the great things that Trump did which, David, he wouldn't have done if he was a fraud, is he pulled the U.S. out of the Paris Climate Accord and called it a fraud, which it is. Uh, signing back onto the Climate Accord, which is a disaster for any country, especially the U.S., uh, because it's full of regulations that will make 
uh, the economy further destroyed. And speaking of destroyed, the military right now, as you're watching this program, is being completely destroyed, which sets up the U.S. for physical invasion. Uh, all this woke garbage is coming in instead of real military business. They're, I mean, extreme examples. They have flight suits in, that have been shown for fighter jets to let pregnant women fly fighter jets. If you're a baby who's waiting to get born, you would vote against that. It's not good to have excessive G-forces. If you're a pregnant woman, you should be in a good environment getting ready to be a mother, not being a fire, fighter pilot. That's totally absurd. And that's the kind of thing that the U.S. military is focused on instead of what is the most efficient defense of the country. I mean, obviously, they don't care about defense of the country, because they're bringing in invaders by the millions. So it's a serious um, situation. And uh, I would say as bad as all that is, and remember in the beginning I told you people would see this as being negative. It's not being negative. If you don't know what the problem is, where it comes from and how it works, then it's very difficult to come up with a reasonable strategy to solve it, which is our job. You know, the only reason to know about any of this junk is to come up with a solution, a remedy, because the objective is for everybody to be okay. We're not against the people who are being human trafficked from other countries. I'm not really against anybody. It's just a matter of working it out so the the crimes are stopped. And the worst crimes of the Biden administration are really an extension of the biggest crimes of the Trump administration. Yes, I am not a Q follower or a Trump devotee at all. I just see his good qualities. And to, to not acknowledge his good qualities along with his mistakes is throwing away a great ally that we could have in Trump if he got educated. But this horrible crime that against humanity that Trump did, and any honest Trump follower should acknowledge it, is warp speed. The lockdowns, the masks, uh, the social distancing, the injections with a GM genetically altering substance that would, looks like, permanently ruin the genetic uh, integrity of any human that gets it. The destruction of freedoms justified by public health. This is the U.S. part of an unprecedented global attack against everybody in the world part of the larger agenda to destroy life. That's what it's about. Now, so Trump currently still promoting all of these horrendous crimes through warp speed and making believe the pandemic is real, which I'm sure he believes. I don't, I don't see him as dishonest and I could be fooled and wrong, of course, but it doesn't look like it right now. It looks like he's really sincere and I've met a lot of sincere great people who believe in the pandemic and are pushing the injections. And most of those smart people don't ever think about looking up the number of people killed by the vaccine on VAERS from the CDC own, own figures, which are about 1% of the real figures. They don't do that. They just have blind faith in authority and that Trump was trained to do the same thing. So last Sunday... Six days, ago, six days ago today, Donald Trump gave us a Sunday speech at CPAC meeting, which is 
if in case you don't know, it's a conservative political action conference, big meeting that happens every year. He was probably the most popular speaker there by a long shot. And But, you know, the responses to it are mostly superficial. Either Trump's in on it, he's all bad, he's evil, he's a fraud, he's trying to kill everybody, he's just pretending to be good. That's one side. And the other side is the Q-type side is saying, oh, Trump had all this figured out, everything's going exactly according to plan, as the emperor said in Star Wars, you know. Obvious nonsense, you know. If Trump was aware of the nature of the fake pandemic, he would be saying so, and he's not. Even in exile, he's saying that his, he said that his followers that object to taking the shot um, are following deluded science. That's a ridiculous, idiotic statement, and I don't hate Trump for for saying that. I'm I'm not taking hate or love. Trump. I mean, I do take the position of love for everybody, but what I mean is not hate or or uh, deify Trump. You know, I don't. I think that makes people blind. Um, I don't think those views are accurate. And um, he obviously made a huge sacrifice of his own business, his own money, his own standing, his own good life, getting to go play golf all the time. He didn't want to run for president at all. His wife convinced him, and he became convinced that she was right. Um, he stood up against a hate campaign from the media and lies that I don't think anybody has ever withstood before. And his climate accord honesty made the power elite very upset. He vetoed TPP and TTIP. I got to go fast because our time's going to be over in a few minutes here. He built 500 miles of border wall without any support from Congress, especially the Republicans were just acting brain dead on the issue. For two years, they had the whole Congress in their majority, and they did nothing to get the wall built, and that was a huge crime. Uh, the energy independence we talked about, he called radical Islamic terrorism what it is, although I have to say I disagree, it wasn't radical. Uh, it's just, um, what do they say, orthodox, that's it. It's along with the scriptures. He brought back all kinds of corporate employers and jobs to the United States that had left. He supported the police and military, strengthened the military, started no new wars, tried to end the wars in Syria and Afghanistan against the objection of both parties uh, and the media, of course. America First was a great example to the rest of the world. You know, you can be in any other country, Nigeria, Ethiopia, Venezuela, Mexico, Russia, China. If you make your country's benefit first, then you give your people a good place to live and do their lives, and you can cooperate as independent sovereign countries. So America first should be every country first, and then uh, nationalism in the good way for every country. And that's being hidden. He was also openly pro-life, unable to shut down planned non-parenthood, or sorry, I think it's called planned baby killing, I'm not sure. Um, he said things that you're not supposed to say about that. He would actually started withdrawing from the World Health Organization, a massive criminal enterprise. You don't do that if you're a bad guy. Um, he publicly called media the enemy of the people. 
which got a lot of people waking up to the fact that that was true. Those actions and a lot more would be great, even if they had been done by any other president, Bush, Obama, Clinton. And he obviously was not a racist. That was a media lie or misogynist, but he was a complete disaster in some critical areas. Um, for example, attorney general, attorneys general, Jeff Sessions and William Barr were both total traitors to the country. And um, he trusted people blindly with great credentials. He trusted great companies. I don't think I'm talking fast enough, but I want to get as much of this to you as I can. Um, he trusted great companies because they were real successful. Um, many examples of that, Internet of Things companies, telecom companies using weaponized frequencies with 5G and 6G which Trump thought were great, which are horrible dangers to all life on the planet. Most people don't even know about that because the media is so dishonest. Chemical ag and poison food companies, which have never been necessary for providing food. Big tech companies destroying free speech. He supported those. Um, so, I think it all came from his conventional education that he was trained to worship authority, like most of us have been. Um, so he made a lot of huge mistakes like caving into the media and the Democrats to treat Russia in a really bad way. He never pardoned Assange or Snowden. Total hypocrisy. But his biggest mistake was the world-class crime of handing over America to the medical mafia. That was, you know, basically that makes Trump complicit in the murder of tens or maybe hundreds of millions, maybe billions of people. It depends on the delayed effect of the injection in the animal trials, which did happen. Most or all of the animals died. That was a problem. But that was actually a confirmation that, yes, these injections will do to humans what we want. Um, Trump turned over the country to psychopaths like Fauci and Gates. And this is a huge crime against humanity. Allowing lockdowns with it was another one crime against humanity. And so was the support of the injections. But I don't think any of it's done with malice. And I know that's hard for people to grasp. How could you do all this? But lots of intelligent, well-meaning people believe in the pandemic, the lockdowns, and the injections, and it doesn't make them evil. Um, some people do it in, on purpose, knowing the damage, and that's different. Is another example is I met with uh, President Reagan when he was governor of California in uh, the 80s, I think it was. And he, my impression was he was really a good man. He's the one who had all these quotes like government is the problem. But um, it was Reagan, the one who laid the groundwork for the massive deaths from injections because he signed the waiver of all of their liability. So if the, any shots kill you or your family, uh, ruin your kid's life, which has happened to thousands and thousands of kids all over the country that you're not supposed to know about because of the mantra safe and effective, you know. Uh, it was Reagan that made that possible. No one educated Reagan about any of this health stuff. But I really feel he was a good man uh, just about some things he was an idiot. And most of us are an idiot about some things. But if you realize it, then you correct that by dropping your bias, drop your stupid partisanship, drop, drop your ego defensiveness about what you're saying and be glad to be corrected 
on things that were wrong about Trump is in the same category. Uh, but with these men and women of good intent, and there are some, and I think Trump is one of them, who also has a following of like 80 million people or so in the U.S., if they could be educated and if they'd let themselves be educated and the ego doesn't get in the way. And with Trump, the ego is really strong. That's why he you know, survived uh, the media attacks. That same ego could keep him completely blind. So some of us are looking for ways to reach him now and break through the circle of evil advisors that he still has that are saying, absolutely, sir, you're doing exactly the right thing with the pandemic and the vaccines and all that. Any real information that gets to him that he would then look at and act on, which would be great, has to get through those advisors. And I'm, I'm not sure if it's possible, but we have to try. So they're still running uh, the media a slander and hate campaign against Trump. And uh, they didn't even cover his appearance at CPAC. So I wanted to tell you a few of the things that he talked about. Um, but, you know, as I say, we're almost out of time. So he went over all of his achievements, of course, and they're true. He had great achievements under incredible pressure. His whole family and him hated by the media and the evil Democrats and the traitor Republicans, of which there are many. And uh, he talked about even under those conditions, he did all these great things with energy and the border and 500 miles of wall, which he should have built 2,200 miles of wall. And he could have, as president, if there's an invasion, he could have just done it. And these crazy judges that said, well, you're not allowed to follow the Constitution, sir, because I'm a judge. Those can be ignored. Because when judges rule against the Constitution, the president's not just supposed to lie down and give up, nor is anybody else. Um, what else did he talk about? Just I've got pages of elements that I wanted to share with you. Um, super inspirational music about America. Um, he said it's a great political movement, which it is and was. Uh, he said he won't stop fighting for the people, which I think is true as much as he can. Um, Christy Nome was there. A lot of great people were there. Christy Nome was a governor, is the governor of South Dakota, and she didn't shut down any businesses for the so-called pandemic. And I have yet to find a governor who tells the truth about, the full truth about the pandemic and the vaccines and all that. I have, Even DeSantis thinks the vaccines are good, publicly anyway. Nobody will expose the fact that they're complete, not just a fraud, they're a weapon. In the animal test, they killed the animals. That's a real problem, and they don't talk about it. And there, there's word out that they're going to be approved um, in September, October this year. If they're approved, this big misplaced objection to the vaccine saying they're unapproved, experimental, this was the wrong thing to emphasize, a big mistake. Alex and everybody's been doing that. That's not the problem. If they were approved, they'd be just as bad. And the implication from these people has been that if the CDC approves a vaccine, well, now it's not dangerous anymore. That's complete nonsense. CDC doesn't even do their own testing. They ask the vaccine promoters, 
is it safe? Did you do the test? They say, um, yes, we did. And it was great. Everybody, you know, lived to be a thousand years old. The only people that died were the people we threw out of the test because it couldn't, couldn't have been the vaccine. And everything was great. And the CDC says, approved. That's literally the system we've got. And the CDC has branches and tentacles all over the world. Rima Lebo was on the show a few times and explained the name of CDC. What do you think CDC uh, stands for? The Centers for Disease Creation and Proliferation. Um, There's a little bit of a change in the wording there. So they say CDC, so you won't remember what it stands for. Anyway, um, Trump didn't expose anything true about the pandemic at all. He kept saying that he had done this tremendously great achievement of warp speed, getting vaccines to everybody really fast. Um, Really dumb, really dumb. And not just dumb, really harmful. Because Trump authorized billions of dollars to be taken from the public money which is either tax money or it's issued out of nothing by the central bank to cause hyperinflation. And he gave that to the for-profit vaccine companies. That's a massive world crime. So when I say Trump had good intent, I think I'm right. You know, not guaranteed, but I think so. That has nothing to do with whether his actions were good or bad. A lot of them were great, but this one wasn't. And at some point, if he's going to be of use to bring America back from the edge of total destruction, which the Biden people are pushing for as fast as possible, number one, he can't wait till 2024 because that's probably going to be too late. Number two, he has to recognize and apologize for what he did wrong, his mistakes. Ego's great when it makes you stand against you know, hate campaigns of the media and things. But when ego makes you not see your own mistakes, then it's completely counterproductive. And the value of Trump is going to be, can he recognize and sincerely apologize for his mistakes and help undo all the damage, which there's massive damage. I mean, CDC tries to not show any data that would indicate safe and effective is not true, but they still have a database up which anybody can look up and it shows how many people got killed by the vaccine so far. Uh, I guess the media kind of forgot to mention that, right? And in America alone, it's near 12,000 people dead and more than half a million injured, many of whom permanently. Well, as soon as you real, I don't think one person in Congress has talked about this, and it's probably really stupid of my of me to try to talk about it anyway, because you get bad reactions, you know, from authority figures when you do that. But somebody has to do that, and Alex is doing it. David David is doing it. James Corbett is doing it, you know. But nobody in government, nobody in corporations, is telling the truth that. The number of confirmed, I'd say laboratory confirmed cases of COVID in this pandemic since it started. Um, Yes, do you know how many lab confirmed cases there are worldwide? If you said zero, you're correct. Because they're using a fake test, they can't diagnose anything. 
And that's not a conspiracy theory. The inventor of the PCR test, Kerry Mullis, really smart guy, and invented it not as a test but as a lab tool, said it can't diagnose anything. End of story, period. So all of the so-called cases that they're using to justify more lockdowns, more mask wearing, and the masks don't stop viruses at all. They never have. And the destruction of whatever businesses remain, these are all being justified by results from the PCR test. PCR is not a test. And the inventor explained it can find anything in anybody, and not just in anybody, it can find little genetic fragments that they make believe show the virus in a soil sample, in a Coca-Cola sample, in a sample from a goat, in a sample from fruit, a pawpaw. There have been some really smart and perceptive and wise presidents and officials in various countries, like in Haiti, Tanzania. Tanzania, they, they sent in several samples, including a pawpaw. That's a fruit. That grows in Tanzania. And um, the laboratory results came back from the PCR test that Papa had very serious COVID. So did a sample of Coca-Cola. So did a soil sample. So what was his reward and these other leaders' rewards, like in Haiti and things, for finding that out and announcing it? The same as announcing advanced energy technology. They all got killed. Four of them. This is a clue to the situation right now. Trump is one person who could help make this known a lot faster, maybe in time to turn around the whole program so that they could save the U.S. and the world. He's not doing it at all yet. The fake advisors, the traders around him have total control. And if there's a message to Trump... It's beware of your blind trust in authority figures and great credentials, what you call great credentials, and great companies. This is one of your big Achilles heels, and this makes this counteract your usefulness to help America and other countries survive. If you don't understand that and don't act on it and find out the massive harm that's been done by your mistakes, then you're not going to be able to save any of the world from destruction. And all through the CPAC speech, it was a great speech, and the things that he brought up were true. He did great in reducing trade deficits. Um, Withdrawing from the Paris Accord, Accord was wonderful. Putting America first was wonderful. Every country should do that. That doesn't mean they fight CNN. That means they cooperate, each one from a position of sovereign independence and strength. And especially if they can, you know, let loose these true advanced energy technologies and bring back the water technology that cars and trucks and tractors can all run on water just fine. Because what they really work on is the hydrogen that's extracted from the water which is more explosive than gasoline. And if you drip that into the engine as it's needed, you have great power that can run all of the internal combustion engines with zero pollution and the exhaust becomes water, vapor, and oxygen. 
That's available now. That's the environmental issue. The other thing Trump doesn't know about, apparently, and not a single other uh, leader in the U.S. or other governments, is the um, geoengineering that's going on that people call chemtrails. They're spraying toxic metals over the whole world, and you're demonized as a conspiracy theorist if you find out about it and talk about it. And um, it's a major threat to all life on the planet. It's the real form of climate change. I don't think it's climate change because the climate would snap back to normal if it stops being disrupted. Pretty sure that would happen. So they haven't really changed the climate. They just covered it up and disrupted the weather. And that's going on and it's a threat to the health and the survival and the life of every living being on the planet. So is 5G and 6G that Trump supports vehemently. He needs education. So how do we reach him? We're working on that through some of the uh, the only really wise and intelligent Congress people that I know of. Really very few of those. Even Rand Paul, who's a good man too, can't figure out that vaccines are a fraud. You know, once you memorize over years in medical school, safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective, you can't think anymore about it. The memorizing kicks in. And Trump has done a lot of the same thing in his education. So we need to get through to him to hide it, to uh, change it. Sorry. Um, Oh, I wanted to talk about one more thing, even if we're out of time. Uh, Right now, the situation that we're in with the fake pandemic is that they have all these fake cases that they're diagnosing with their fake test. And it sounds unbelievable that this could all be fake, but it's all fake. That it's, it's what Goebbels called the big lie that everybody can't imagine would be a lie because it's so big. This is probably the biggest lie that I know of that's been told in known world history, that the pandemic is real, that the virus is killing everybody, uh, Biden even announced there were 200 million dead from it in America. Uh, Jen Psaki was giving a press conference uh, and announced that censorship is totally necessary now. Total surveillance of all your social media, you know, which is going to lead to reading your text messages because people are, di- everybody's dying from the pandemic. Again, there are zero confirmed cases from laboratory testing because the PCR test is a fake. Zero. Digest what that means. Businesses are being destroyed, pushing everybody toward welfare, which will be conditional. And if you don't obey all your orders, you won't get your welfare. That's where that's going. It's not, they're not offering you welfare and universal basic income because they like you so much. It's actually a different reason. And, um, All that whole situation needs to be exposed. And nobody's doing it so far. Certainly Trump's not doing it. But he's somebody who could expose it, along with the geoengineering, the toxic agriculture that's poisoning everybody's food, as if that's normal science. That is not normal science. Really advanced organic agriculture is far better, far more adaptable, far more drought-resistant, and produces superfood that actually has nutrition. There's no reason to be poisoning food when you grow it and when you process it and killing it in the processing. It's just totally insane. So um, where this is going, and and we got to stop because we're late here, 
But as the new waves and the new made-up variants, which are all fabricated, none of them exist. There's no proof of any of them. There's no proof that the original virus exists either. CDC has no sample. Nobody else has a sample. They're using computer-generated genetic sequences to prove, in quotes, the virus, and it doesn't prove anything. It's nonsense. So as they keep building on that and say the new variants are killing everybody, which there's no indication that, that any of that's true, they're getting ready for new lockdowns to destroy the rest of remaining private businesses to put everybody under the total control of universal basic income, convincing everybody they shouldn't work, just stay home and collect your subsistence pay and prove that you're obeying every order. And now they're moving into you have to take a shot every month and they'll be constant and ongoing. And you have to wear multiple masks for the rest of your life and stay away from other humans. And oh, sorry, the uh, shot doesn't protect you from any of that stuff, so you have to do everything forever. Um, that's coming down to a plan for forced vaccines at your door. And the question is, what do you do if they come to your door? A lot of we could do a whole show on that. I should have mentioned it earlier in this one. It's so important, and people are wondering what to do. Peggy Hall has been talking about it, and she says, "Don't run away. Don't put a no trespassing sign." because it'll keep your friends away and you shouldn't be forced into that. And you should just talk to them and explain that they're violating all these laws. And one of her followers said, and indoctrinate them into your religion while they're trying to tell you about the vaccine. That might help. Those kind of things will work in the early stages. People like Mike Adams and others are talking about what to do in the later stages when they come with armed troops to do forced vaccines. And he's saying, you could hide, that's a good strategy, or um, you could move now out of a blue city. If you're in a blue city, blue city means Democrat controlled and they're all turning into third world disasters right now, you know, which they're doing in the third world as well. South Africa starvation is mostly because of the lockdowns. Lockdowns have caused millions of starvation deaths in third world countries that depend on supply from first world countries. Um, So uh, besides the advice coming from a lot of strong sources that you should move out of a blue city while you can, if you have any way to do that, also they're recommended to get water and basic food survival supplies Uh, now while you can because they're planning to destroy the U.S. economy and most other economies through hyperinflation. And they're doing that now. And a lot of people don't recognize that. That's a specific plan. The other is to network with people that understand it as you do and support each other, get ways of trading, get ways of growing food, get ways of providing each other services, uh, get ways of providing each other backup support, if you get attacked at your home by agents trying to do unpleasant things to you, uh, we've talked about that on other shows. There are networks starting that are worth becoming involved in. And uh, I would add to that the only last detail is uh, work on your physical body, work on your health very seriously, get back as much as you can, learn natural health protocols to get to become strong. Real immunity is very important. It doesn't come through a hollow needle. 
that what comes through that is hurting your immune system. Real immunity comes from nature. Learn how to get that back. Exercise, sleep, sunlight, get everything that you need for your body to become strong and back closer to its natural state. Get off drug addictions of all kinds. They're all damaging, even the so-called natural ones. A lot of people hate me for not recommending that you smoke marijuana, and I don't recommend it at all. Um, I don't recommend what they call plant medicine. You know, stay away from psychedelics and hallucinogens, even the natural ones. They open up things that you're not strong enough to have opened up yet, and they have side effects later. And I've met lots of people trying to get healed from that. And lastly, work on your own consciousness. There is a way to get rid of fear completely. And if you get torn apart by fear and worry and anger and terror and all these things that destabilize you, whatever happens, you're going to make the wrong judgment in how to respond to it. you got to get to a calm, centered, strong, clear place of perception. And if you haven't done it yet, you should start right now. It's very urgent. I don't know how much time we've got before things get more difficult. And if you work on your own consciousness, it's the best contribution that you can make to the stability and better future in the world. And it's easier to work on your own consciousness if you also work on your own physical body. Get yourself in good shape. So those are my recommendations. Those are the reasons we started Planetary Healing Club, interactive live every week and for people that want to work on those things. But you don't need us. You can do it yourself or with friends. Even just the exercise part makes a massive difference in how you feel. And then if you go further and learn how to work with mind, which is not brain, it's mind, it's not physical. And that's where the projection of fear comes from. That can be eliminated. Fear has, as far as I can tell, no legitimate uses whatsoever at all in your life. It clouds your vision and makes you do things you regret. So educate yourself. It's late. It's late. Do it now. Become strong and healthy. Do a self-assessment. I do occasional one-on-one consulting for people that want that, but I don't have much time for it. So if you're interested in that, you can email me. And if you want to support us and keep us on the air so we can keep doing this as long as they'll let us, please donate. If you have the money, if you're struggling for survival, do not do that. Just share the links to the show and help us get past censorship. If you've got money and you want to help us and activate some of our projects that are not happening, waiting for funds, there are donate buttons on lostartsradio.com, lostartsresearchinstitute.org, and subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio. Donate button's right on the site, and the site is where you can stay in touch with where we're still on the air, lostartsradio.com. Um, let us know how you feel. Um, I don't mind reading disagreeing, disagreeing emails or anything like that. I like to stay in touch with what you guys think, what you suggest, and we can go more into any of these subjects that you want. Um, Without a crew, it takes me all week to get ready for the weekend shows. So I hope some of you are getting something out of them. I really appreciate you. I consider you very important for the future. Not one person out of eight billion who's insignificant. Anybody who does the work on themselves, their physical body, get that back in shape. Learn about health. Stop eating garbage. Get off drugs. 
start sleeping enough. That's not dumb stuff. That changes your entire life. And then work with consciousness. Learn how to get rid of fear completely and see what you can contribute. You're the star of the movie. On a quantum physics level, it's a lot more subtle. This is a movie, and it belongs to every single person who's in it. You become the superhero or superhero heroine as soon as you decide you're willing to do that. And any minute you decide, you can make an assessment of where you are now and what you need to do to fix it. So anyway, thank you for who you are. I appreciate it very much. I consider you the hope for the future. Take care of yourself. Remember our show tomorrow night, the Sunday show. It's going to be incredible. We have super guests on those shows every week. LostArtsRadio.com tells you how to tune in. And uh, Planetary Healing Club, for those of you who get interested, PlanetaryHealingClub.com. Okay, so I got to get ready for the Planetary Healing Club meeting in 17 minutes. And... Um, so I got to go, but have a good rest of the weekend and uh, accept my thanks. I really appreciate you and we'll look forward to being with you again next week right here. Take it easy and I'll see you soon. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our Subscribestar levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big text platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily 
as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the band ones are on our YouTube channel at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.